Good evening, everybody. This is September 18th, 2020, and we are in the Novel Ideas discussion group, book club, to discuss This Tender Land by William Kent Kruger. Um, and I will... There are 12 of us here tonight. Yep. So I will go through and call on everybody. And Ruthann and I will start off. And we'll go over the characters first, though. Um, there were a lot of them. So we have the boys, Odie, Albert. I don't know why, but I always wanted to call Albert Oliver. Um, <laughs> Mose and Emmy, little Emmy that went with him. Oh, yeah. Um, and at the school, there was um, Frost, the one teacher. DeMarco, um, the Brickmans, the German guy, I can't think of his name, Horace or Herman. Um, I can't think of it either. Herman, wasn't it? Herman, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Julia. Yeah. You got him pretty good. Um, and then we had one-eyed Jack. Oh yeah. Um, Eve. and Sister Eve. Eve. Sister Eve, yeah. And Gertie, Sid. And then later we had Gertie and Flo. Was that Flo? Was that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or and Mrs. Frost. Yeah. Yeah. Claudia. And the which one was the black the witch? Other, the who? The black witch or whatever they called her. Yeah, that Thelma. was yeah. Brickman. That yeah, was Thelma that was the Brickmans. Oh, yeah. yeah. School superintendent. What was the name of the, yeah. the, name of the Indian that, that talked to Moe's? I can't think of that Indian's name. Oh, yeah. Something um, flies. He oh. signed with him or did something. Is, yeah. Is that, anyway, I think we got a handle on it. Yeah. 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 So we'll start. We'll see what everybody thought about the book. Ruthann? Well, you I wanna, didn't. Complete the book because I'm my uh, my Victor Reader trek is off to the uh, repair people. Bob has Whoa. lent me the uh, has lent me his uh, is the one from the Library of Congress. So at least I've got that book. So I I was afraid I did not finish this book, but I intend to once I either get a new or get it back. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the book as much as I read it, but it was, you know, seemed like a really good book. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. This was mm. probably one of the best books I've read <clears throat> of this type. It was it was a modern day Hawk Finn as far as I was concerned. But yeah. it was yeah. it was mm -hmm. it was better. It just I loved, well, the Depression era is one of my favorite times in history, and it was so neat to read about their adventures. They went down the river, and I'll tell you, I cheered when Odie killed DeMarco. Mm -hmm. that, was, oh my God. Yeah. that was a high point. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew when um, Fra when that Emmy's mother wanted the boys and 
wanted the three boys to go and live with her. Just knew that wasn't going to happen. It was just, there was this cloud hanging over those poor kids. Right. right. Otherwise, the other wouldn't have been a book. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I loved it. Let Randy go for the recording, guys. We're hearing yeah. crosstalk. So, Bob, oh, you picked it. You want me to say something? Okay. Yeah. What do you? Well, it was. I, I'm still a boy at heart, even though I'm 92 or whatever. I, I, it was a modern day Huck Finn. I hope Deanna will give us insight. I'm not, I'm not saying all Indian schools or all blind schools, heaven forbid they should be like this one, but remember they sent two white kids to the Indian school. We, we know why. And Julia, of course, sent money believing that, you know, the, these schools were far away. For example, my friends yeah. who went to the California School for the Blind saw their parents Maybe um, they, they couldn't go home on weekends because it was a, a train ride way down to San Bernardino, if you know California. They couldn't do it. They saw their parents in the summer and went and never saw them again till June. And so, ooh, you, ooh, I, you know, so I was not sympathetic wow. with Julia. Why didn't she go to there or whatever? But her, I think she's courageous. She, she ran a brothel and, and, uh, and yet carried on, and, and it was a beautiful thing. How the Black Witch and Julia get killed, that'll come up. But I really enjoyed it. And when I read it, I said, I hope Novel Ideas will will allow this book. And you did. And uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I like the way also, one more point, that the author, he didn't he write the book at first? And then he says, no, you know, tear it up and do it again. I mean, authors really work hard to write a book. You know, uh, some of you guys write so beautifully. And I think it's just easy. But uh, I liked uh, the author speaking, I think, at the beginning and at the end. Thank you very much. He he wrote another book. It oh, was a sequel yeah, to his was, first it book. book. It was a sequel to his first anything. book, and he tore that one up. He tore that one up, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, he tore it up. I thought. And then he wrote this Tender Land. This wasn't this wasn't the book he tore up, though. Oh, I see. Okay, I. It was the sequel to his first one. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Alan, I'm oh, not going to forget you this time. No, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't finish it this time. I read it several months ago for another book group. So I, I read the first nine or ten chapters again this time just to get familiar with all the characters again. But I, I loved it. It was, it was a great it was a great book. Uh, and I like I like I tend to like books that have kids in them and stuff, especially when somebody like Stephen King's telling the story or, or in this case, William Kent Kruger. He did a great job. Uh, I, I really like the relationships between the the, the youngsters and uh, you know and dealing with everything bad under the sun. And golly, that Thelma Brickman, she was horrific. Uh, talk about a bad uh, a bad character to have to deal with. She she had no heart at all. And uh, I, I I just uh, I I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. Had a lot of good stuff in it. I will say for those who <laughs> who don't have access to Audible, th- th- there is an apologue that it gives you some explanation to what happens to several of the characters, but it's not on Bard for some reason. I don't know if y'all been following oh. about the post. Oh. But, uh, uh, I need so, to download uh, the Audible version then. Yeah, uh, but, uh, Sam will have to yeah, use an Audible credit. Can you listen to this? Because I was hoping well, that be. Can, yeah, can, I, you I mean, get, I, can you just get the epilogue without getting the... No. <laughs> No, you can't get that. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> Wait, whoa, you're getting a lot of cross talk today. This Tenderland is on Audible, Alan. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, yeah. yeah, I think it's the Audible. Yeah. Somebody, somebody gave me a copy of the Audible version converted to MP3. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, because it had the, the epilogue in it. And I, I listened to the epilogue today because I never had heard it okay. before. But uh, it, 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 it tells you what happens to. Uh, you know the the main the main four characters that you know the vagabonds the, the four that set out. Do you remember uh, well enough to tell us? <laughs> well, I, I could or yeah, tell us. Uh, if you remember, oh yeah, Let's see. It says that what happened to Odie? Uh, uh, okay, uh, Odie and Emmy end up living together like his brother and sister on the Gilead River. Oh, uh, so I mean, that was not. Nice. I, I think. I think, I think Emmy ends up dying before he does. I think he's he lives longer oh. than any of them. Oh. Uh, 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 Albert, oh, goes, uh, 
when Albert does something, Albert being the mechanical genius he is, is like a, yes. uh, uh, he, he's in the Navy during World War II and uh, like keeping track, uh, you know, maintaining the ship's engines and stuff like on an aircraft carrier. And it gets sunk by a, a kamikaze pilot and he goes down with the ship. And he, oh, he, he, dies, no. he, dies, he dies a hero. Who uh, did? Albert. Uh, Albert, Albert. The older brother. And then uh, Mose, uh, I can't remember how he dies, but he 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 plays for the St. Louis Cardinals for like three years, and oh, then uh, uh, play, plays <laughs> baseball. And he's called the Silent Sioux Slugger is his is his name while he's playing because oh, okay. he's he's, he's cool. real good. And then he ends up. Uh, I think he ends up getting hit by a baseball in the head or something. Oh, he, goodness. He, oh, man. He loses, he loses, he loses an eye and has to, has to retire from baseball. But uh, that that's pretty much all I remember from the – Okay, uh, that's good, Alan. From the, from the, from the, yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. But no, so it, he but was no, just they, like Jack wait, then. They, they, they were yeah. saying – Yeah, exactly. Wait, could we kind of try to – Hold on. To the time. One at a time, Marcia, you guys, go ahead. please. Marcia. Okay, uh, they were saying, you know, at the beginning of the book, it's Odie's narration, and they were saying, he was saying at the beginning of the book that he was, you know, his ki- his grandkids wanted to hear a story. So apparently he must <clears> have <throat> gotten married. Now, Alan, did, they didn't say whether or not he ended up marrying, what was her name? The- yes, he did. He, he did end up marrying her. Oh, he yeah. did. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, maybe, maybe. Whatever her name is, I forgot. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, but maybe. she, maybe she, she yeah. ends up, di- she dies before he does. Oh, but I, th- I think she's probably, she's probably dead when he's telling this at the, in the, in the epilogue and stuff. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, uh. but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for refreshing my memory, so. That's kind of the the best I can recall. Okay. Thank you, you Alan. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Alan. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, who's next? Okay, Joni. I love this book so much. I just, oh, I couldn't stop reading it. I just was, and it just, it just moved along. The writing was so fantastic, and the characters, and 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 everything, and and these poor kids at the school, and and um, and that Odie was put into that that awful room with the rat. Yeah. Even though he sort of got to like the rat, but still, I mean, the whole thing and the ending. Oh my God! Yeah, um, and and the whole and so much was well. I I too, Randy, loved the Depression era. I wasn't born until the Depression was pretty much over. But um, like the Grapes of Wrath and and anything that was written about that era is. It's absolutely fascinating and how people had to exist and uh, the Hoovervilles and um, like the whole, the whole book. I, I don't think I found a dull part of this book. It was just absolutely wonderful and the way the kids were able to, to, to go through so much and survive so much and manage. And they knew how to do so many things because they had to help around the school and everything. Uh, but the school uh, was, was so terrible and everything. But the book was so wonderful. I mean, I, I would almost think about reading it again. Uh, I don't know whether I will or not, but I might. Um, it felt like I had read this book before, and I don't know why, um, and I don't think I could because it just came out in 2019 or 2020 or something. I mean, so recent, I couldn't have read it already, but it seemed so familiar. It seemed like another book that I had read because 
I felt like I knew what was going to happen. But then um, the whole book wasn't that way because I didn't know what was going to happen as as it moved on. But it just, I, I was just so thrilled with it. I, I just, I can't tell you how much. It's probably one of the best books that I've ever read. Um, okay. It moved along and... Oh, I just was crazy about it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Liz? Um, yeah, I, I, I really liked the book. And I, I knew what Joni you know, was saying when she said it felt familiar. And I think it's just because it really felt like that tucks in, you know, uh, adventure. Um, yeah. four, four kids, you know, they really strike out and, you know, not going to put up with this abuse. I loved the twist at the end where you found out that, you know, that this, uh, that, um, oh gosh, Julia was actually Odie's mom. Um, and there was that connection between she and the black witch. I liked that, but I really liked sister Eve actually, because I think she did a lot of faith healing, even though it wasn't in that traditional faith. I think she had that wisdom that, um, I don't know. I just really, I really liked the characters. I thought everything was interesting. I enjoyed the book. Thanks. Sister Eve was questionable to me at first, but anyway. Helen, oh, definitely at first. Definitely I hope Helen first, will, yeah. he didn't mention her in the epilogue. I hope a good time at the end to tell us about Sister Eve. What happened to her? Oh, yeah. If she, she had a she we'll got a brief mention. I don't think, I don't think they said a lot about her okay. in, 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 the, in the epilogue. So. Okay. That's good. LaDon? Okay, this was not my cup of soup for a book. Uh, As I was reading, like the others, I thought, hey, this is just like Huckleberry Finn. (laughs) It was even, if you read that, uh, I remember reading Huckleberry Finn. This is almost written in the style uh, that Mark Twain wrote that book you know that they were going down the river and instead of being on a raft they were in a canoe stop here and there and have an adventure and then get back on the river and go down and have another adventure and um i didn't like the narrator i didn't think he fit odie until i realized that the narrator was supposed to be 80 years old and he's re- thinking back to back when he was 12. And then I sped up the readers to 175% of the reading rate. And it sounded much better there. The narration to me sounded much better then. Uh-huh. And, uh, but at the end of the book, after I finished, I was surprised that the author said, yes, indeed. He wanted to write an extension of the Huckleberry Finn book. So, like all of you, we were right. That's, yeah. that's exactly what he was writing about. So Huckleberry Finn wasn't my exciting book either. It's just not something I like. I guess it's a pretty good book. Everybody likes it, but it is. not me. Okay. Okay. Hey, it would be a boring world if we all liked the same thing. Yep. Right. <laughs> Marsha? I really liked the book. In, in, <clears throat> in fact, I, the, the last two that we, we read, well, for, uh, for uh, Alan's group. World's a book. Uh, huh? World's a book, yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. And, and this, you know, novel um, ideas were two of the best books I've read all year. And uh, I don't know that I'll read either one again, but they were both really good. And I liked the characters, and I thought Sister Eve was so cool. You know, she wasn't one of these, uh, you know, she, she, was, she knew what she was doing. And some of it was show, showmanship or whatever, but I think she really had a good heart. And she, um, she meant well. You know, she smoked her, her, you know, cigarettes or whatever and drank her booze, but so what? You know, she, she meant well, and she did well. And uh, I really uh, liked Odie and Albert and little Emmy. They re- they took such good care of her, those those kids. And, uh, you know, you don't think of, 
boys, I guess especially, I don't mean to stereotype here or profile, but they really protected her and took care of her through their journey. And, um, and of course, you know, the uh, Britlands, I mean, come on, they're, they were just awful people. And I was, as I think it was Randy said, uh, I almost cheered when, uh, when uh, oh, yeah. DeMarco was killed, <laughs> you know, yeah, falling into so that quarry. But anyway, yes, I I really love the book, and uh, I'm I'm wondering, has anyone read his the the, the first book? You know that he uh, that he wrote. Um, I forget the, the title. I still got it. I may check. I may check it and see if it's available. But anyway, great book. Okay. Mike? Hey, Mike. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I had to make sure it was uh, unmuted. Um, okay. Well, anyway, um, it, it was a good book, and, and I liked the book, and yeah, I was, you know, like the version of uh, Huckleberry Finn. Um, boy, a lot of characters to cover. Uh, I mean, a lot. Uh, but, I, you know, I like the suspense of it. I really did not get the connection between uh, Mrs. Brickman and uh, Odie's mother um, until later. I, I didn't realize how far back they went. Because um, I was wondering, you know, how they got into school in the first place. But uh, anyway, um, so it was a good book. And um, I thought it was kind of interesting, though. Uh, they went down the river, and then they ran into the uh, group of people there. <laughs> Um, that I have a question about, but um, turned out to be um, much better than the Brickman. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, it was a really, really good book. Boy, it's got to be tough uh, not knowing um, his mother. Um, goodness. I mean, I didn't have any idea. All, all I knew is she was uh, his aunt, and uh, then we find out that it's his mother. So, um, but I, yeah, I liked the book. Um, you know, it's well done, and you know, did a good job with the characters, and you know, and certainly uh, some suspense in it. Uh, thank goodness DeMarco was killed. Um, he got rid of that. Yeah, that would that was pretty tough uh, going to that school, without a doubt. But uh, anyhow, yeah, I, I, I like the book, and um, I, I don't know if I would read another one like that, but you know. Great. Uh, okay. Great. Deanna? Okay, here I are. <laughs> um, well, um, the first book he wrote was Ordinary Grace. He actually has written a series, which is more uh, rough and tumble kind of books about... Uh, a particular character but these two this one and ordinary grace were about children and their view of life and scary things happening and trying to understand um, being caught up in adult issues um, trying to make head or tail out of their environment their world and and what's happening around them and so in that way they're like but there are different characters, different personalities, and different settings. So that was my answer about the other book. Yes, I did read it. Um, I thought the book was well written, and um, it had a, a, a rhythm and a flow that worked for me. That's all. Yeah, and that, okay. those other books, those other books he wrote, I think are on well. At least part of them are on board as a uh, packaged in three. I think you get all three yeah. of them in one mm -hmm. one book. Yeah, okay. yeah, but there's a there's like three sets of three, and then some, oh, are there? some okay. loose ones. It's a okay. it's a fairly long series. Okay, and that, that so good. Ordinary uh, Grace was a big departure from his adventure books that okay right were adult adventure books. Um, right. Then yeah. these these that's why Ordinary Grace hit and made it such a big splash and then his publisher wanted a sequel and he found right. he couldn't write it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Good. But, Thanks. <laughs> but then this 
story came into his head and he felt like he had to write it. All right. Okay, Brooke. Um, real quick, I have the book share copy in Braille, so I'm going to see if the epilogue is there. And if it is, I can read it into an audio file and everybody can pass it around. Oh, nice. Um, you know, just listen to it. But I liked the book a lot. I knew I was going to at the beginning when the author said, by giving you this book, I'm giving you my heart. And I thought that spoke oh. a lot. But yeah, it was at the, when the author was reading or mm-hmm. you know, doing the little part at the beginning. But I like the similarity to Huck Finn because that was one of my favorite books too. So um, what I thought was cool was when Sister Eve first was mentioned, I didn't like her. I was like, oh man, you know, she's a fake and I don't like her. By the end of the book, I really liked her. And I thought she was genuine and maybe not always authentic, but she mm-hmm. really cared about the, the vagabonds. Mm-hmm. And um, the twist at the end with Emmy gave me chills about how when she would have her fits, she was kind of reaching into the future and making some changes. That, that still gives me the chills just even thinking about it. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I really like the book. It's one that I actually might read again. Okay, Linda? Linda's muted. Alt A, Linda might get you out. Oh, <coughs> there we go. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yep. I didn't realize I was muted. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I I like the book as well, and um, I just it it kind of struck me how how um, those four kids just just sort of. Um, they just were were so they they were so you know in tune with each other, um, and they just they knew that with each other they would survive and hang in there with each other. Um, but the and that yeah that uh, sister she she at first I didn't like her either, but then I realized she really did care about them, but. Yeah, at the 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 uh, but his I didn't expect. Um, I I didn't I didn't get that that she that uh, what's her name was Odie's mother, and it, it kind of surprised me a little bit. I didn't expect it, but um, no, I liked it a lot. Um, it it, it and it just amazed me how through all through all the adventures they went through they were just they they just stuck together and which was really good but other than that i don't have much else to say i okay i think that's everybody but i was really i loved how they all communicated with mose mose was such a neat kid oh yeah, yeah he was. i, I loved how he they was my favorite character me too and i loved oh, yeah. how they communicated with him in sign language and he was just yep. so smart <laughs> yes he was yeah he was very smart and he's very intuitive a yes. surprise for me was to find out the aunt was the mother and when i was reading the book i heard a mother and i said what what have I missed? What is going on here? I had to rewind it a little Re- bit. Rewind, and yeah. Of, yeah, and yeah. play it again. Say, like, what the heck was I missing? <laughs> I was so. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and read that part because I kind of got confused there toward the end. In what way? When they were. Uh, yeah, in what way? As far as you know, the relationships and and with with Julia being Odie's mom. Now, yeah, she was she wasn't Al she wasn't Albert's mom, right? No, right. No, no he was no. Odie's. Her sister right. was yeah. Albert's, Albert's mom, mother. right? But I I thought, now wait a minute, are are they both her sons or just Odie's? Like, see, I, no. that's what I mean. I, and it was me. It wasn't the it wasn't the writing. It was just 
my brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was, well, when they it were was talking about different. Emmy's, yeah, it was. But when they were talking about Emmy's fits, that reminded me of eleven twenty two sixty three. A little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. good, good observation. Yeah, I never yeah. even thought about that. Uh, yeah, good observation. Another point that I noticed uh, when I found out, uh, you know, when it was revealed, that she, I said, way back in the book, someone said, well, you two don't look like brothers, you know, and said, you look like, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that reminded yeah. me of my family. My brother, they said always, I took after my father and my brother took uh, after my uncle, so we had different appearances, and so I was so well. That's kind of like that, but but then when you find out in the end that they weren't brothers, then that made sense. And right. she gave you. I mean, he gave you a hint way back in the beginning of the yeah, book. Yeah, but you know what? They, 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 mm-hmm. they, they fought. Like, they got along like brothers. You know, they, they, they <laughs> oh yeah, they fought and then they make yeah. up and you know yeah yeah. yeah. And but, um, Albert was always so protective of Odie. It was a dramatic moment. Oh, it was. Oh yeah. Wow. When he was bitten by yeah. the snake. That was dramatic, Albert. Yeah. I really didn't yeah. expect that he was going to live. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Oh, after the snake fight? Yeah. 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 No, I, I thought we were going to lose Albert He's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I never feared, I I never feared he Cody would get... Would've... Yeah, I never feared he would die because, you know... It was yeah. Huckleberry Finn. They didn't <laughs> <find him>. <laughs> <laughs> Huckleberry Finn is a classic. Don't, oh, I, I hope you'll read it again. That I've never read. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that it seems like how did it all happen in one summer? And it kept, yeah. you know, harking back to the fact that it was 1932 and it felt like it should have taken more time, like more years should have passed because they did grow as the book was going on, but it seemed like it was too surprising that it took place in one summer. Also, at the end of the, the, um, the copy that I read, the author spoke about him always being fascinated by Elmer Gantry. And I also oh, yeah. was always fascinated by Elmer Gantry and Sharon Falconer, the the woman who uh, ran the show, really. And, uh, and it was so interesting that the parallel between... Uh, uh, Mr. Kruger uh, using that as a kind of a, a, a thing that that fascinated him so much because I think I've read Elmer Gantry about six or seven or maybe more times because I've never read always, it. Huh? Oh, yeah. It is it is a fascinating book. I've never read it. I will though now after mm-hmm. we read it. Oh, you get it. I never I read, never it. read never it. Never read it. I never did either. You ought, to, ought to get that for the book club selection one month in because yeah, that is excellent and it's classic. Yeah, it's not a very long book, but it is very powerful. Who's the author? Uh, oh my God, I know. Sinclair Lewis. Sinclair Lewis. Yeah. Sinclair Lewis. Sinclair Lewis. And it? It is Sinclair Lewis. I no, no, I don't think so. No, no, it might be. I don't. Not sure. Sinclair Lewis wrote Elmer Gantry. Okay, so it was. We'll do it sometime. Yeah. I'm going to read should. it though before that. <laughs> it's not a very long book, but it's so powerful. Another comment I had, and Bob has called this out in several books uh, that we've read. He said, that little girl, that uh, character in the book is too advanced for his age. And that's what I was thinking about this little girl, six years old. The things that she said in the book, and that to me just uh, jumped. Yeah. It was, she's too old. You know, that was too advanced for a six-year-old. Well, if we did it with that smart house girl, when the girl wrote, wrote yeah. the treatise, they said the the house did it. She, 
you know, they do that. They make these little kids five-year-olds write like lawyers and Bob calls that up a lot. Yeah, the, the only thing I want to say about that is you have to look at the time frame. This is hard times these kids were growing up in. They, see, they didn't enjoy the right. luxury of a childhood for very long. They didn't. Oh. And that's what I was thinking. Right. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Man, you know, this Emmy is, is really... Like she's only, I had to keep reminding myself, she's only six years old when yeah. I got to thinking. And she well, had, with you the, know, little kids go frame. through a lot of trauma and stuff yes. with these kids. Yeah. Think, yeah. It'll, it'll make you grow up fast. Yeah, yeah. sure would. Yeah, yeah. very fast. So it, it didn't, uh, I don't know, that didn't seem like really, you know, given the time and stuff, it didn't seem out of character. Yeah. I think I think, and I think in, in those times we're living in a time where people kids, don't want to grow up at all. So. I think Deanna wants to say something. To, I think do, that's things. Linda. That's that's Joni. 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 Oh, go ahead, Joni. I think she I think does that in, in those times, I mean, I remember. Well, my mom grew up through the. Uh, well, she was born in 1912, and she said, you know, in in those days, you, there weren't teenagers. You know, everybody did, and, and, you know, people sent their kids out to work when they were 9, 10, 11, 12. My mom worked in her parents' grocery store from a very early age because they needed her help, and um, she always helped them. I mean, when I was... Uh, very little. We used to go to the store because mom had to work and help mm -hmm. her parents out. Mm -hmm. And they put me in a corner and uh, give me a box of cookies or crackers to nibble on and just tell me to be very quiet. And if I, and, um, I would say something and uh, grandma would say, uh, I'm waiting on somebody now. You have to wait a few minutes and then we can talk. But um, people worked, you know, worked very hard, and, and they, a lot of people wanted to go to college. Mom wanted to go to college, but she had four brothers, and they were sent to college, oh. and they couldn't afford to send her. So she worked. Girl, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law had a farm, and well, Ruth Ann's mother and and father, and everybody worked on it. You, you didn't go goof off that they had haying to do or the harvest, all the kids. Mm -hmm. The more kids you had, the more help you had. And they yep. all worked. It was a working. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody had, so many, had kids. so many kids back then. In yeah. this, in this book, she did have to do some housework there with Jack, One-Eyed Jack. Yeah, and one -eyed Jack. she had to collect yeah. the eggs and feed mm -hmm. the chickens. And the food. Yeah, bring the bowls in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One-Eyed Jack, he, he was, was great. a trip. He ultimately was. He was. He was. Yeah. He I was in, in the end, yeah. I in was the beginning. I, I was surprised he sure showed him. back up again. You know, in St. Yeah, Louis. I was too. I thought mm -hmm. he was dead. Yep. Me too. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a shocker. Well, for a while, you thought that perhaps he killed his wife and children. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Not that they had died of the Spanish flu. And that Indian, he was. They were so sure that that guy was going to, the one that found them when they were, oh, yeah. like they right. built the fire. Yeah. 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 I they were so sure about him. Randy, I didn't, trust him. Yeah. I didn't trust him at first, but he was a good guy. He no. Was. He was. Yeah. I thought he wanted the reward, you know. Yep. He sort yeah. of no. Mm -hmm. He and had I, the feeling that, that he needed to be at a certain place and to be there to help. Yeah, he was great. And that's the kind of thing that people that are not Native American don't understand, that we're taught to trust, to watch, to learn by watching nature and other people, to try to understand what's happening and not to talk a lot about it, but to absorb that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it certainly helped me survive as, as when I first lost my vision. Um, to be able to sense things about people mm -hmm. and know who could who could be trusted and who to avoid. And mm. 
it's just trusting your guts, I guess, is the closest I can come to it. And as far as what Emmy could do, my mother's been a clairvoyant all of her, chi- all of her childhood. She has visions. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll be 90 next February. Wow. But she was told by her, her grandmother, my great-grandmother, that there's power in our family and it comes out every few generations. And she said, just wow. don't, don't abuse it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother always felt afraid of it a little because she said, oh, yeah. when I can yeah. see things that are going to happen, she says, I don't know if I should do anything or if I do something, would it make it worse? Right. You know, That's so huge, like one night thing. she was pacing and I said, mom, what's wrong? And she said, well, your brother Rob's going to be in a car accident. He's going to total his car. Carrie's going to have a scratch on her arm. But they're going to be all right. And I said, why didn't you tell him not to go? And she said, because I don't know why I had the vision. And I don't know whether it's meant just to reassure me when he doesn't come home on time that he's okay. And she said, so I never know when to speak and when not to speak. Right. And so she just never wow. did much. Wow. But she had several things that happened. Did it actually happen? Yes. Yeah. She's well, I think a lot of us have had experiences where we have Mm -hmm. gotten the vibrations and you can tell Mm -hmm. whether a person can be trusted or not. Or is dangerous. You avoid knowing that my my Right, um, that's that's insightful. But I think what I think what Deanna's talking about is like for example, some people and I've had a couple absolutely vivid dreams where I was facing a difficult situation and in the dream it played out and I woke up and I would go into that situation and it actually played out exactly as it did in my dream. So I kind of had a heads up about what to do next, you know? Yeah, um, that's, ooh, that's I mean, what my mother beyond... was like. Um, but sometimes she would have them when she was wide awake. I mean, that's what I meant, like visions. Exactly, she, yeah. Another yeah, time she was vacuuming, and the vacuum cleaner was, you know, was loud. Uh-huh. And my sister had been out playing in the, in the neighborhood, and some older children took her across the street a block oh, away. No. And they ran off and forgot her, and she couldn't get home because she wasn't oh. supposed to cross streets. Mm. So she was standing on the corner a block away crying. My mother was vacuuming. She stopped, turned off the vacuum cleaner. She stood still and said, something's wrong with with Christina. Mm. And then she said, okay, I know where she is. And she ran out the door and she went and got her. That's great. Mm. Wow. Wow. That kind of thing has always fascinated me. Me too. Yeah, me too. It's just amazing and it fascinates me and it scares me all at the same time. <laughs> well, it certainly made us kids mind yeah. our P's and Q's. Oh, I'll bet it Absolutely. did. If I may, sadly, when I yeah. think of someone lately, he dies. Mm-hmm. So I try not to think of it. I mean, yeah. I think, what are you? You can't control those things. But some, and oh, we no, hear he that he's passed away. It's scary. Well, well you know what? I thought the time. Yeah. last week I thought of somebody who I really never knew all that well or anything. Mm-hmm. She went to school with us, but she was like a couple, couple uh, years ahead in in school. And I I thought the other day I thought, oh, I wonder whatever happened to Penny. Mm-hmm. And last week we I got an email. You know, I'm on our school's alumni list. It said. Uh, uh, Penny passed away, and I'm like, oh my god! Oh, I know. I mean, oh, and, yeah. I, and I hadn't thought of this this person in eons, yeah. you know. Sometimes I'll yeah. get a, a feeling I need to call someone, mm-hmm. and usually it's a good it's a good thing that I did. You know, mm-hmm. the person needed to talk, or there was mm-hmm. a problem, or whatever. Well, one of the other mm-hmm. ones that was strange was um, I was in high school. My mother pulled me out of school for a dental appointment. And after the dentist, she said, well, let's get some lunch and then I'll just, let's just go home. But when we were um, walking around, we had lunch and she she wanted to take me into a couple of stores and she would stop and I'd say, what's wrong? And she'd say, something's wrong with Donnie. And Donnie was the youngest of my brothers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, is, is he all right? And she says, yes, he's someplace with trees. 
And then we'd keep walking around. So when we finally got home, it was time for his bus to come in because he was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And um, so we walk in the house and she looked at him and he was sitting at the kitchen table eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh-huh. And she said, Donald, <laughs> you, or in the tree. Uh, you played hooky from school. And you went to a park oh. and played oh. and just about choked oh, on that sandwich. She was wow. so startled. <laughs> she knew exactly what he'd been up to that day. Wow. But you didn't pull that Y'all couldn't get away with anything. That's a big story. No, as I said, wow. you know, we it's did a not. thing when your mom's clairvoyant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Well, she always knew when we were in trouble. Um, yeah, yeah. And when we needed her. Wow. Is she still, you know, you said she's going to be turning 90. Does she still have the visions? Um, she's uh, got a form of dementia. It's hard oh, to tell oh, what, yeah. whether oh, she's right. thinking yeah. of the past yeah. or that's whatever. Oh, that's a shame. It yeah. is. But, you know, she does know who I am. When I called, she never says my name, and there are five of us kids. Oh, so on oh, some yeah. levels, I'm not sure if she knows that I'm me or my sister. But I think she knows who I am because she usually um, indicates something during the call that, that, you know, that she loves me. She'll sing a song that she used to sing when I was a little girl. That was my song, something like that, Um, you know, or she'll say, um, be well, be careful. I love you, baby girl. You know, when she hangs up. Okay, she's she did. That's so sweet. Yeah. She, yeah. Randy, what's the next book? Well, I was, I have a book in mind, but now that you guys are talking about that other book, they, no, but I read half of it. You got to read this your book. Okay, all right. We can yeah, get the other one. Um, <laughs> we can do the other one another time. Absolutely. The book that I'm thinking that I want to do next month is the Two Family House. It's by Linda Cohen Leugman. And it's DB97949. 97949. Yeah. It's it's a story about a family, two brothers. They live in a house in New York. They share one lives upstairs, one lives downstairs. And it's a multi-generational story and different things happen in this family. And it's a lot of family secrets and dynamics and all kind of. (laughs) Is it fair, Randy, to say it's sort of like a tree grows in Brooklyn, but isn't, I mean, it's generational. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm reaching, oh. but it's two Jewish no, it's, families, and um, yeah, it is. It's, they're it's, having the babies, right? Mm-hmm. It starts out with a blizzard in 1947, mm-hmm. and two babies are born, and it moves nicely. It's an easy read. It does. Yeah. It's oh, a good. it's a very easy read. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, actually, I read. I, I think I remember that blizzard. Keep going. I read it. I read it a few years ago when it came out on Audible. And um, it finally came on board. So I really, I love this book. Let's do it. Yep. In fact, I have the synopsis from Bookshare. I'm reading it on Bart. I'm not sure if it's on Bookshare. I didn't look myself. It is on Bookshare. I have the synopsis. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to Braille. Pull it I up. get it in Braille and read them. Yeah. I like the audible version, though. I did no, too. No, I, I don't want to hear Ryan and Sharon all the time, those guys. But that's yeah. me. I like to read Braille. That, that's, that's why I don't, one reason I don't, I, I didn't stick with Bookshare because I, I like, I like human voices when I'm reading a book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to Me put a too. pitch. Ruth Ann has been very quiet. She's got the aura. I don't know if it's the vision like Deanna's mother, but, <laughs> no. but she was in a class and said, I have to go home. I have to. And the teacher who was a friend said, I won't take you. I'm teaching the class. Anyway, she got home. Her brother had severely injured his hand in farm work in Iowa. 
And oh, he, he, he started and said, I wow. knew it. I knew. So those things, well, those, yeah. Story, yeah. I believe them. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, lovely people. I'm leaving, but you can talk all night. That's okay. So. <laughs> I've got to go. Yeah, to I have the yeah. I have the synopsis. All right. Should should we read it? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want me to? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting it up here. I um, forgot I had it on here. <laughs> a richly a richly textured, complex yet entirely believable story, engrossing from beginning to end. In the midst of a blizzard in a two-family brownstone, two babies are born, minutes apart. The mothers are sisters by marriage. Beautiful, dutiful, quiet Rose, who wants nothing more than to please her difficult husband and warm, generous Helen, the exhausted mother of four rambunctious boys who seem to need her less and less each day, raising their families side by side, supporting one another, Rose and Helen share an impenetrable bond forged bef before enduring that dramatic, that dramatic winter night. When the storm passes, life seems to return to normal, but as the years progress, small cracks start to appear and the once deep friendship between the two women begins to unravel no one knows why and no one can stop it one misguided choice one moment of tragedy heartbreak wars with happiness and and almost but not quite wins moving and evocative the two family house is a heart-wrenching gripping multi-generational story woven around the deepest of secrets. And there are some secrets. Big, big ones. That sounds like a good book. It does. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop the recording at that, okay? Yeah. I think I can stop the recording. Maybe I can. Are you the host, Liz? I don't know. She must I be. Uh, I don't think I can stop. Hold on. Just...